Hey moms, was your dinner last night the leftover chicken nuggets from your kid's tray? Is your definition of self-care getting to close the door when you pee? If the only chance that you get for exercise are the squats that you do to pick up your kid's Legos, well then take a seat, mama. You're in the right place. I'm Corinne Crosley, psychotherapist, self-care enthusiast, and seriously imperfect mom of two kiddos. This is Mama Bites. Well, hello, moms. I hope that this podcast finds you well. Thank you for joining the Mama Bites podcast again. This episode is all on massage, and it was recorded uh, last fall, which feels like a lifetime ago. Maybe some of you were still pregnant in last fall, or you were doing yard work or getting ready for the winter and what we thought was going to be uh, uh, the holiday season, like a certain time of year. But now, uh, as I record this intro, we are in the midst of the COVID outbreak and boy, has life felt different. And so, you know, I know this episode might feel a little strange and tone deaf to be thinking about something like massage, <clears throat> during this time when we're not even supposed to be within six feet of each other, never mind um, going to a practitioner where we could receive some helpful, gentle touch. But, um, you know, I think it still brings up the issues of massage and not only, um, you know, the helpful pieces with alignment and release Uh, but also just general self-care and the importance of compassionate touch. And so, you know, listening to this episode and thinking about uh, how, how that can be present in your life, you know, even if you're, even if you're in sequester right now by yourself, um, offering yourself uh, a hand massage or a foot massage. I know it's not the same, but really thinking about those ways that we can um, be gentle with ourselves. That being said, um, also thinking about those who make their living um, providing massage and hands-on treatment. Uh, one of the things that's going to be on the website, on the um, podcast website, is uh, some links to the American Massage Therapy Association and how they're working to help their massage therapists through this time uh, when when all of their work has instantly dried up. Now, uh, what you probably hear also in the background is my uh, podcast studio has disappeared. I am now in the corner of my kid's playroom rather than in a separate sequestered office. So uh, like most of us who are home with kids right now, um, you know, the space is different and we're just making do. And hopefully you are all finding those little pockets of self-care and places that you can have even just a couple minutes of your own space, even when you have littles at home. Okay, enjoy this episode on massage therapy in the postpartum year. Well, thank you, Joy, 
for coming on the Mama Bites podcast. You're welcome. It's very exciting because I don't actually get a lot of in-person interviews. They're usually on the phone. And so I'm super excited that you're here and that I actually get to see you because I haven't seen you in a very long time. I know. And Joy was my personal trainer and has been my massage therapist. Not as consistent as I should be, (laughs) 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 but often is the best person in the business that I know. Um, so it was kind of a no brainer when I needed to talk to someone about massage in the postpartum year. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about what you do? You have like a million hats that you wear. Yeah, I, um, I do Pilates. I do structural therapy. I do, um, suspension training. I do personal training. I do massage and all kinds of massage. Um, so it helps to have all those backgrounds that I can merge to help and just about anybody Mm -hmm. so I've worked with clients who are young clients who are old prenatal athletes non-athletes so it's very helpful very helpful yeah that's a lot of different things coming together to know a lot of different things about the body and how it works and how it can heal itself and etc which is very cool yeah and I just find most of the feedback I'll get from just about any client is just that I seem to, you know, know right where to go mm-hmm. and I can explain things to them if they need, ex- if they want explanation mm-hmm. as to, well, why is this happening mm-hmm. or how can I maintain what you've done? Things like that versus, mm-hmm. you know, always just having that client that's, okay, I feel good right now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I know I'm probably coming back and revisiting this Mm -hmm, and so mm -hmm. on and so forth. So it can be mentally exhausting for a lot of clients until they find that right person Mm -hmm. that gets them on track. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I would, I would sort of add as a, as a client that you're sort of almost like a, um, like a body awareness whisperer (laughs) 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 that more than anybody I think I've ever met. You can sort of like clock me from 50 yards out. Like I remember there was at one point that you came over and we were hanging out and you're like, so how's the low back doing? Because I can see that one hip is lower than the other. (laughs) I think you were like here five minutes. Yeah. And you had like, we weren't training. It wasn't a massage. It was just like, yeah, just being, just checking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And you know, that's what I find helps people get more relaxed in whatever session we're doing Mm -hmm. where they're like, okay. I'm with somebody. I don't even have to let them know what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. And she's already mm-hmm. there. Already knows. Mm-hmm. So you have definitely worked with a number of postpartum clients. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about how massage in particular can be helpful for a postpartum client? And, you know, w- one thing I was sort of thinking of specifically was sort of can it be helpful for birth injuries or things that became chronic during pregnancy? Even if people are coming in for the first time in their postpartum year. Long question. Yep. Um, I find that massage is extremely helpful for postpartum Mm. because number one, you've just gone through a huge change Mm -hmm. and it's been a process, you know, for some people it's a long process for other people. It's a shorter process. Um, But during that process, you change so much Mm. that what mentally you're feeling and what physically is happening don't align. Mm. 
So I find that when you come in postpartum and you get a massage, getting that feedback of somebody manipulating and moving things around in a gentle way Mm. allows that connection mentally Mm. with what you're feeling. Hmm. Like for some people, you may find, you know, oh my goodness, I'm starting to feel, uh, you know, my legs get lighter Mm. or longer. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And you didn't realize just how tight certain areas were because it's been this process Mm -hmm. that has happened over a period of time Mm -hmm. and you didn't realize it Mm -hmm. so I find that's number one where you get that connection back that you've kind of lost in the whole process Mm -hmm. Um, and then for any sort of injury or um, chronic issue Mm -hmm. you know number one is always sciatica that's Mm -hmm. usually the top with a bullet yeah Um, so you know, getting massage even during pregnancy mm-hmm. can help just keep that in check. Mm-hmm. It's not obviously going to cure that, Mm-mm. but it's going to <clears throat> relieve it enough so that you can continue during the process of pregnancy mm. without having this weighing you down pain-wise. Mm-hmm. And then postpartum, that's when you want to come back and see if we can get this corrected mm. so you can get out of it. Mm. Okay. Um, and usually with sciatica you know it could be stemming from the back it could be stemming from the hip Mm -hmm. it could be all all of the above Mm -hmm. all the way down to Mm -hmm. the leg Mm -hmm. and so that's where massage can help because we'll figure out you know okay well this hip is definitely higher it's rotated that's always going to happen that's nothing that is abnormal Mm. because you're a side sleeper Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all through your pregnancy you mean Mm mm-hmm well, at least starting at two, right? Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. versus, you know, coming through and then now you've developed that habit. Mm-hmm. So even after you've had your child, you're not, okay, now I'm, not, I'm a back sleeper. <laughs> it's, no. It's all better. It's, <laughs> you're still doing the side sleeping because that's just how your body has adapted. Mm-hmm. That's what feels the most comfortable. Mm-hmm. So getting the massage posed is going to help, again, just try to realign the hips a little better. Mm-hmm. You know, try to take away some of that chronic pain. Mm-hmm. Um, realign the spine with the S1, the okay. tailbone. Okay. And that will help too with any sort of neck injury, um, carpal tunnel type, mm-hmm. you know, numbness, mm-hmm. tingling, mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. will just kind of help align the whole spine so that the shoulder girdle will rest a little more level mm-hmm. and things like that. So there's... It's just trying to get things back or Mm -hmm. as close to it as you can. Mm -hmm. What an idea. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) I think it'd be a long journey too, (laughs) for sure. What are some some of the um, chronic conditions that you see in postpartum that might even be caused by sort of the postpartum life, whether it's breastfeeding or the carrying on one side or the car seat the car seat nightmare (laughs) yeah so that is typically it could be shoulder discomfort neck discomfort um like you know lack of gripping Mm -hmm. strength in Mm -hmm. hands Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um you know i'll get some people that'll come in oh ever since i you know had my child I feel I'm not as strong. Mm-hmm. Um, that could just be as simple as, well, at this point in time, because you've, you know, carried your child, the <coughs> diaper bag, mm-hmm. the car mm-hmm. seat, mm-hmm. you're breastfeeding, mm-hmm. you're side sleeping, mm-hmm. your shoulders are rotating forward. Mm-hmm. Once they rotate forward, your chest muscles are already in a shortened state. So they're already in use. And then you're going to use those to lift something, grab something, 
they're going to fatigue fast. So that would be another thing that would occur Mm -hmm, postpartum. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So coming in and just having that gently open. Mm -hmm. And you can have that done even if you're breastfeeding. Mm -hmm. It's just you wouldn't use a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. And then um, relaxing, Mm -hmm. having that still in your body. Mm -hmm. You would just, um, the massage therapist wouldn't overstretch mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because the ligaments are already hypermobile mm-hmm, 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 so mm-hmm. you would just try to gently relax but not overstretch okay so that's the distinction okay yeah so you would need to know and everybody's different mm-hmm. with their automatic range mm-hmm. so even if you could get it to move like one or two degrees mm-hmm, is perfect mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's just would be a slow process mm-hmm. so that you're not overdoing it overstretching a ligament mm-hmm that's a great point. That's a great point. That's something that's come up actually just talking with people through the podcast. Um, and I mean, that's sort of like my story is that I, I had a lot of flexibility to begin with. And then I breastfed for almost a whole year and I was doing things like yoga and et cetera and wasn't as stabilized as I needed to be. And so, you know, all the times that um, I've worked with you in massage, <clears throat> I've always appreciated um, sort of your approach, which this is what I mean when I say like, (laughs) I need to not, I need to go more than I have, which is not nearly as much as I need to at all, but how you've not pushed it, you know, that, that one or two degrees is progress and important um, and has value. And so I guess that sort of even links to the next question is, you know, how should we set our expectations? This is not something that is a one-shot deal probably in terms of with injuries and et cetera. Correct. Yeah. So it's always good if you can find a massage therapist that listens to you, number one, Mm. like, why are you here? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And then number two, just, you know, if you're not comfortable before you even get on the table, it might not even be a good fit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then once you're on the table, it's just you want the massage therapist that's going to check in with you mm-hmm. so that you're comfortable with speaking up. Mm-hmm. Like you never want to have a massage where they're doing something and it doesn't feel comfortable. But in your mind, you're like, well, they know what they're doing. Yeah. So we'll just let it happen. Yeah. Uh, you never want to do that because everybody's different. Mm-hmm. Um, pressure, you know, the massage therapist could certainly be doing the same pressure that they would on one person. The last person they saw, yeah. And <clears throat> carrying it over to you, mm-hmm. but it's just not a good fit. Mm-hmm. So it's always important to kind of speak up mm-hmm. and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like just say, oh, you know, in that spot, it's a little more sensitive. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you can modify that um, and just be comfortable with that. Like Mm -hmm. you're, that's perfectly normal. Mm. And then, um, you know, the expectation of coming in and when you leave, it's always important that you feel something positive has happened. And Mm. for somebody, it could be as simple as I feel more relaxed. Mm -hmm. It Mm -hmm. could be as simple as that. Mm -hmm. Um, just to get things started. Mm -hmm. Because if you haven't had a massage in a long time, you could mm-hmm. be coming in very tense. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> during, so during Asking the massage, for a friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> during the massage, just being able to let go mm-hmm. so that you trust a massage therapist and you're not naturally 
fighting it mm-hmm. tensing mess- up against yeah, it yeah mm-hmm. cleansing mm-hmm. you know or or even lifting a limb mm-hmm. when they go to grab the arm mm-hmm. it's a subconscious thing where mm-hmm. you're kind of like well, helping wait, yeah helping mm-hmm. or where is she taking this mm-hmm. um so just getting to the point where by the end of that massage, you're just melted into the table. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a huge progression. Mm-hmm. And then number two, if you're coming in because of something bothering you, mm-hmm. because there's pain, mm-hmm. just feeling that that has somewhat diminished mm-hmm. is progression. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily completely gone, mm-hmm. but diminished. Mm-hmm. If you're leaving and that pain has intensified, Mm. that was not a good experience. Mm. Something was overdone. Um, You have to remember a massage, as gentle and relaxing as it can be, it does speed blood flow up. Mm -hmm. And it's a workout for your muscles, Mm. even though you're not sweating. So if you Or sometimes if you are. (laughs) (laughs) Or you could be sweating, yeah. I... (laughs) You know, it's just one of those things where people think, well, if I'm going for a massage, you know, it's, I'm going to feel great walking out and mm-hmm. you should, but mm-hmm. you also have to remember you've walked in with a lot of tight areas. Mm-hmm. These muscles have been probably holding on at that level for a while. Mm-hmm. So now they're going to be relaxed and let go. Mm-hmm. They need nutrients. Mm. So your body is pumping all that oxygenated blood mm-hmm. to those areas to help repair it mm-hmm. that's a workout right there mm-hmm. so you also want to bear in mind that you know you want to keep up with your water intake mm-hmm. things like that mm-hmm. um and just know that there might be a little bit of soreness but it should never carry over multiple days okay so this isn't something like a workout where we expect like second day third day it might intensify it really right when can we sort of expect that that for a good massage, if there's any sort of soreness, right? Not discomfort, but soreness. Maybe a day. And a day. that's <clears throat> iffy. Okay. Ideally, it'd be great if you don't, but that's only if you're good with water intake. Okay. So part Which of it- Which a lot it, of time moms aren't. And if they're breastfeeding, they might be already dehydrated. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it, 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 it will vary. So if you can keep up with the water, that will help rehydrate those muscles. Mm-hmm. If you're not as good with the water intake, you should expect- possible soreness for about a day but it definitely shouldn't intensify okay and it shouldn't carry longer than a day brilliant brilliant i'm so smart (laughs) (laughs) so glad i know you okay um and i think you've covered some of the the things that you would do differently or a massage therapist would do differently in the postpartum year um are there other things that you would want to say about that um in specific to postpartum clients Yeah. So, you know, another thing is bolstering, even Mm. postpartum. Mm. So you definitely want to, you know, always ask, you know, are you currently breastfeeding? Mm -hmm. If they don't naturally bring it up, Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, you're most likely going to have the client at some point face down. Right. That could be a lot of pressure. It depends on when they were, you know, last able to pump Mm -hmm. or feed. Mm -hmm. So that's an important question. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, it's always polite to at least offer some sort of bolster there Mm. um, or if they happen to be leaking Mm. so just Mm -hmm. having like a little bit of towel that you already offer them so that they're not uncomfortable with you know oh I think I'm leaking you know during the massage and now you've lost them their mind is already worried about that Mm. so Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. if you can bring that up at the beginning take care of it you're good to go yeah 
I love what you're saying. Um, and it, I feel like it just comes back to like sort of those intuitive foundational pieces that like over and over, it sounds like it's about trust and um, connection and authenticity that like it's it's not about <laughs> pleasing the massage therapist or trusting them more than you would trust your body or your own sense of self. Right. Um, and that really voicing your needs again a theme in this book yeah. um, will actually help you be more present and and get actually the most out of the treatment. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. You never want to go in there just going, okay, well, I'm just here just to, you know, try to relax mm-hmm. and things like there could be more that you want from this. Sure. So speak up, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, because that's what we're there for mm-hmm. is to try to help, you know, get you taken care of. Like mm-hmm. if there's pain, let's try to work toward relieving the pain right um because we can do that Mm -hmm. you know i think for a lot of people in general they don't realize that um with massage Mm -hmm. you know they've gotten so used to um you know possibly going and doing physical therapy right right or um chiropractor Mm -hmm. or acupuncture Mm -hmm. all those things definitely contribute and can help Mm -hmm. but massage can help as well Mm -hmm. And it's a more pleasant experience. Mm, mm -hmm, And it's mm -hmm. also something that can last an hour. Mm -hmm. Like you can book an hour (laughs) for the session, you know, where some of these other things, you know, especially chiropractor, it could just be like 10, 15 minutes. Same thing with physical therapy. Right, right. Um, And we work to align the whole body, Mm -hmm, which is mm going to give you the most out of anything. Any treatment, yeah. Any treatment, Mm -hmm. because it always comes down to how your structure is aligned and how your muscles are being used. Mm-hmm. So if your structure is out of alignment, your body weight is naturally misplaced. Mm. So it's going to naturally put more pressure on any given joint, any given muscle. Mm-hmm. And that's just going to repeat itself mm. over and You're over like in a loop. and over. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Until a point where, oh, okay, well, that hurts now. Mm, <laughs> Why mm-hmm, does that mm-hmm, hurt? Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. that's when you usually say, I think I slept funny mm-hmm. or I stepped funny. Right. Um, a lot of those times, it's it's not that simple. Right. It's not that you slept funny. It's just that your body was already out of alignment and it just got to the point mm-hmm. where it was too far mm-hmm, out mm-hmm, of alignment. Mm-hmm. And you went and you did something and your body was like, yeah, I'm all done. Yeah. Like <laughs> I've, I've, I've warned you. I've, yeah. I've warned you. I warned you with like muscle cramps mm-hmm. or like tension. fatigue or yeah. tension. Yeah. And yeah. you didn't really Strength. listen. Mm-hmm. And this is right. what happened. This is the straw. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Are so, you listening now? Yep. Now you've got to address this. Right. Right. So. And usually pain is for, I feel like most people, the only time we actually do listen Yes, because at that point it now it's, it just doesn't go away. Right, right. Now it's going to detract <laughs> yeah, and get exactly. in the way yeah. versus all those other times that you could just sort of like ignore it, muscle over it, whatever, put it away, yeah. deprioritize it. And, you know, the sooner you listen to your body, the quicker you're going to get out of mm-hmm, it. Once mm-hmm. you get to the point where there's pain, mm-hmm. it's going to be a little longer process mm-hmm. because by then you've got your body playing a game of tug of war. Right. You get the front competing with the back, the left competing with the right. Mm-hmm. It's just, mm-hmm. and now you got to calm and address 
everywhere. Right, right. I'm even thinking neurologically, right? Like just oh, the yeah, activation the, of, yeah, of sort of exactly. Yeah, your body goes into protective mode <clears throat> as well. <clears throat> so if there's an injury, it compensates. <clears throat> and that compensation alone will start to lead to other things that could pop up down the road. <laughs> so <laughs> it's the sooner you get on it, the better yeah. you're going to be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yay, we're integrated beings. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, everything's connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. Are there any types of massage that you wouldn't recommend during the postpartum era? I would really, I would stay away from cupping. Okay. I would stay, um, be, you know, even postpartum. I would say up till six six months, maybe even a little longer, depending on the your body mm-hmm. and the person mm-hmm. and any other things that you might be going through. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like cupping could be, depending on who's doing it, can be a little too aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, can you explain cupping to the good people out there? So cupping is, you know, cups. <laughs> <laughs> you start with <laughs> a cup. It's not just any it's cup. It's a special kind of cup. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's many ways to actually do cupping. Oh, I didn't it's know not as straightforward as, oh, well, the glass one cupping thing, fits yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. 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 So some, <laughs> some, some <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So some people will use cups that are glass uh-huh. um, and that, they yeah. trap the oxygen yeah. and, and heat that up. Yeah. And um, typically with those, you create a suction that's uh-huh. in that cup stays there uh-huh. until they're ready to relieve it and they'll pull all the blood to the one area yeah um then there's other styles of cupping where it's more of a neoprene or silicone type of product really so no fire Uh is involved (laughs) which honestly if you were to do cupping i'm leaning more toward that and that way you you're not dealing with any accidental burns or (laughs) (laughs) open flames yeah i mean i just feel it's a little easier sure um as far as uh you know what could possibly go wrong yeah, yeah, yeah um they're also something i feel you can control better suction wise oh because with the neoprene it's just as simple as you you know put the cup on the area that you want to uh-huh. create the suction on and you push down and depending on how hard you push down uh-huh. you know pre creates that vacuum sure so if you push down a little it's a small amount of vacuum huh you push down you know medium yeah. i just feel there's a little more control yeah with for that sure. style of cup yeah um and again you could leave that there uh-huh or i actually do cupping but i don't leave it in a location i'm not working with athletes that are competing once a week yeah so i don't find that that style of cupping where you leave it in the one location yeah would work for my client base. Yeah, yeah. Um, even the weekend warrior, sure. I wouldn't use that. Um, it's very aggressive because it pulls all the blood to the one location. Yeah. And in that area that's already tight, it's already, it's already asking a lot of your body to begin with. Yeah. So to do that on top and to do it in multiple locations, I find is very aggressive. Okay. So the kind of cupping that I do is I create the suction Mm -hmm. and I run it along the body it's very it's actually very gentle it almost feel kind of like a tickle okay like you'll feel the suction and you'll feel it move and then you'll feel 
um, like the fascia, which is the white sheet of layering that goes around every muscle spindle that mm-hmm. makes up a muscle. Mm-hmm. So all I do is I'll create the suction uh-huh. enough to pull the fascia a little bit off the tight muscle. Get out. And I just run it huh. back and forth along the muscle line. Wow. And you can just do that one or two times. Yeah. And that's enough. Yeah. That like sounds that's enough very to effective. just kind of create that let just enough to let it go mm. and then you can conti- just continue with your regular massage mm. without having to be super aggressive wow um but even that i wouldn't really recommend postpartum until after six months or so okay and again that just kind of comes back to uh the relaxing in the body and you know the hypermobility of the tendons okay so if i was to even run it along a muscle i would go all the way to a tendon to the insertion okay so i wouldn't necessarily do that i would just stick with the regular massage Mm -hmm. because at least with the massage my hand is on you yeah and i can feel it yeah yeah you're responding as you're touching exactly so Mm -hmm. i i have a little more control versus my hand on a cup Mm. wow but yeah Um. that would be the only other thing um if you're dealing if you're on blood pressure medication Mm -hmm. i would avoid hot stone Okay. Because, you know, anything with heat, yeah. you know, obviously pumps the blood further. That's okay. That's another thing. During pregnancy, mm-hmm. you never want to be on a table that's... That's heated. That's turned on. Like, it's okay, okay. if it's heated. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, but you just want to make sure the the table itself is turned off. The heat okay. is off. Okay. And that's just so we're not promoting even more blood flow. Okay. Because massage is going to increase that anyway. Sure. As long as... Um, the massage strokes are fairly slow, medium pace. Okay. You're good to go. Okay. You never want anything that's vigorous. Okay. During pregnancy. Okay. Um, and maybe even a little post. Yeah. But I would say three months post. Yeah. Yeah. That first sort of. Yeah. Fourth Once trimester. Once you get the. <coughs> yeah. Just get the okay mm-hmm. from the doctor depending sure. on what you went through. And now would that be across the board as well with heat for um, blood pressure? Like. Should people not have the table on if they're on blood pressure medication? It's different. Typically, if you have high blood pressure, you're usually on a form of medication. Uh-huh. And as long as it's controlled, okay. it's, it shouldn't be it's a fine. factor. Yep. Got it. Yep. Because again, it's like um, if you're on high blood, pre- high blood pressure medication, you're working out anyway. Sure. So it, You're moving that yep, blood, that, you're getting that yep, circulation. Yep. That, that's not something that would really interfere with that because you're on a medication Mm -hmm. the only thing is you know just like with anybody Mm -hmm. the table gets too hot hey could you turn it down yes tell me please (laughs) right yeah Yeah, don't sit don't sit there and like silently suffer (laughs) right right. (laughs) start sweating turning red and you're just like melting into right, the table right. in, a, in a way that you don't want <laughs> right exactly yeah. you know hot flash right right like yeah, yeah that's coming soon enough yep, <laughs> don't exactly. need that how do you what are some what's some of the best advice that you can give people about finding a good massage therapist I feel like you've given us some really good bullet points on kind of how you can tell and we can even review those if we need to but I definitely heard like someone who listens to you um, someone you feel comfortable with sort of even just intuitively, like if you're not feeling comfortable, like you don't need to stay, you don't need to get on the table. Um, right. and you can end the session at <clears throat> any time. Point. Yeah. It doesn't, yeah. Yeah. You can say, I'm, I'm all set for today and you thank know, you ask anyway. them to, yeah, and just right. ask them to leave and yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. You know, massage also is not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Good point. So it's okay to 
to voice that mm-hmm. once you're there. Mm-hmm. As, as empowering as, as possible. Make this an empowering experience as possible. Because yeah. people are in a prone position and often struggle with feeling empowered. Especially, you know, just sort of like, you know, um, naming that if there's a history of trauma, that's going to be a really, really important piece for people is to feel in charge of right. saying what's okay and what's not and <clears throat> how we proceed and how we don't. In terms of finding someone great though, how do we do that? How can we tell? So, you know, at that point I always find, you know, people tend to use Facebook a lot mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where they'll just put it out there on, let's say the town page. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Friends. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I find the best is, referrals yeah word of mouth Mm -hmm. word of mouth Mm -hmm. because the way you know google Mm -hmm. and yahoo Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. things like that it can be a little one-sided sure um depending on who's kind of controlling what information's put out there Mm -hmm. so i find that um number one you just being referred Mm -hmm. is good enough Mm -hmm. especially you know obviously if it comes from somebody you actually know Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and knows you you might have similar sort of temperaments and things like that Mm -hmm. exactly um but you know again it just comes back to you're gonna know when you show up within the first 10 minutes good point because (laughs) as soon as you pull up to wherever it is you booked you want to feel comfortable mm-hmm, right away. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. is this an okay neighborhood? Yeah, right, it feels right. like an okay neighborhood. Yeah. I feel safe. Like, because it's the whole thing of feeling safe. Mm-hmm. It's a very intimate experience. You I mean, you're walking into a room, possibly getting fully undressed mm-hmm. and, you know, underneath sheets and mm-hmm. somebody's going to be touching you. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you want to automatically feel good mm-hmm. before you even enter the massage room mm-hmm. so you know the location um the receptions mm-hmm. if they're there like is the lobby okay mm-hmm. do you feel okay like are people listening to you because that's going to be the general vibe mm-hmm. of the workplace from, to begin with from start to finish yeah, yeah mm-hmm. you just want to get that sense that you know people are there to help you mm-hmm. um, answer any questions and before you even possibly get to the massage therapist it's okay to call and say you know i've never had a prenatal or Mm. i've never had a massage Mm -hmm. this is my first Uh, this is my first time Mm -hmm. do you recommend somebody Mm. like even the Mm -hmm. person Mm -hmm. when you're calling the business Mm -hmm. and if they give you a name you could certainly say do you mind me asking Mm -hmm. how long have they been a massage therapist great Mm mm-hmm do they tend to see a lot of prenatal clients? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, because that's always a key indicator too. Like, you know, oh yeah, they they see one every six months <laughs> um, <laughs> without fail. <laughs> so, you know, if you hear something like that, it's not to say that they're not maybe a good massage therapist, but they're just maybe not seeing enough prenatal. Mm-hmm. So it's it, you know maybe you would want to see somebody that has somebody that comes in about once a month like they've they've got a bunch of people that they kind of see that's always helpful because they're ready to go Mm -hmm. like once you get on the table they you know they're not going oh yeah let's let's look at this yeah 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 yeah. um so that's always a good thing Mm -hmm. but i always find just getting a better understanding of how long Mm -hmm. they've been a massage therapist Mm -hmm. is key Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. very good point 
very good point yeah so that i feel, feel like that kind of like um speaks to like qualifications and the certifications etc in terms of what we should be looking for in terms of you know how do we how do we know this is a person who's sort of like passed a clearinghouse we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna hear a truck backing up in a second <laughs> well you know every certified licensed massage therapist has had training in prenatal mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that's a given that's like a given. that's okay. that's within any coursework mm-hmm. there's always options to do additional prenatal work sure it's like any field like continuing They're, education continuing mm-hmm. education yeah um but you just know any massage therapist that's out there has had some training sure. in prenatal mm-hmm. um but that being said you may find that there's massage therapists that don't seem comfortable Right. Because they could be afraid sure. of, you know, doing the wrong thing. Yeah. But you're never really going to get somebody that doesn't feel comfortable. Because if you're going to a business, the receptionist kind of already knows. Sure. She's she's sort of sending people in the right direction. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Mm. Excellent point. Excellent point. Um, so off script... I'm sort of thinking that if a mom hasn't been, um, some basics on massage etiquette (laughs) might be really helpful because I think um, it can be intimidating. Like, should I be wearing anything? Should I I be wearing nothing? Is it okay if I come and I'm menstruating? What do I do then? Do, you know, like, what are some of the, the sort of expectations or comforts that people can count on in terms of just general massage etiquette would you say um so you know if you've never been it's always important to have that conversation too once you're in the room Mm -hmm. you you know i've obviously never had a massage um is it okay if i want to leave my bra on Mm -hmm. in my underwear on Mm -hmm. is that okay like it's mm-hmm. always good to have that conversation a little bit with the massage therapist too so that they have an understanding of maybe what they're going to come in on and, right. and not like act surprised or make you feel uncomfortable. Sure. You can certainly just have that conversation. Yeah. Generally, when I bring somebody in, I'll always say, have you had a massage before? Mm-hmm. If it comes up that they haven't, mm-hmm. I already know they have no idea. Right. No framework. So, yeah. you know, then you just go through this list of... Mm-hmm. You know, feel free to get undressed um, to your comfort level. Mm-hmm. Um, ideally, you did mention you had some back discomfort. Mm-hmm. I'd like to work on your back. Mm-hmm. It would be easier if you didn't have a bra on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you will be covered mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. a sheet. Mm-hmm. Um, even when you turn face up, mm-hmm. um, nothing will be exposed. exposed yeah. Um, and you know, it's always basically one limb at a time that will be uncovered. But once that area is done, it's going to be covered again. Mm -hmm. Um, if you keep underwear on the general etiquette is the massage therapist won't interfere with that. Okay. Um, if they need to, because maybe you're keeping the underwear on because it's that time of the month, Mm -hmm. um, that's okay. Mm Mm-hmm. And if, you know, let's say you have sciatica issues. Yeah, because um, that's going to be all that area, right? It's going to be all that area. Mm-hmm. And then what 
could possibly happen is maybe the massage therapist says, do you mind if I, you know, maybe work underneath the underwear a little bit? Or if you're not comfortable with that, I can do compressions over, over. Okay. the sheet. Mm -hmm. um, there's many variations. Mm -hmm. It's all based on what you're comfortable with. But definitely speak up mm -hmm. um, because the massage therapist is there to work with you. Yeah. So, you know, I, you, I've had people keep pants on. Wow, you know, okay. if, if, and that's fine. Sure. Because again, it's, it's all in what you're comfortable with. Sure. I don't know what anybody's past experience has been. Right. Um, and so again, you're trying to build that trust. Right. So if they want to keep pants on, that's okay. Sure. Absolutely. You can do basic stretches. You mm -hmm. can do compressions. You can do lengthening. Um, I've had somebody, you know, keep like they, had their shirt off but they kind of had like a tank top on okay um and they would just pull the straps down yeah. to kind of get into like the neck shoulder area sure. but we're <clears throat> somewhat self-conscious with the rest of the body yeah which again is fine yeah um you may find they come back and they don't have that on right a little bit at a time yeah yeah, yeah. a little bit at yeah. a time and that's okay yeah so again that's another thing that you want to keep an eye out when you're working with a massage therapist, mm -hmm. are they willing to, to work with this? Right. Or do they make you feel guilty right. about making those right. choices? Right. You Red know? alert. No. <laughs> Red alert. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, if the massage therapist can't adapt to that, right. it's definitely not the right therapist. Because at that point, that means they're so used to doing a massage one way. Right. And that's never good. Right. Because everybody's different. Right. And each massage should be different. Yeah. It shouldn't be one size fits all. Yeah. So, um, yeah, anytime that you're in a room and you're, you're asking, like, is it possible for this to happen? Mm. And they say, well, <laughs> yeah, if you want that, then <laughs> I can't I can't do X, Y and Z. Yeah. That might not be the right massage. Yeah. It, yeah. You know, the response should be if that makes you feel comfortable, that's great. Um, I could do this, this, and this. In this different way, yeah. Does that yeah. work? Yeah, yeah. And just go from there. I'm so glad I asked this question. I'm so glad I asked this question. That's brilliant. And I think like so much in terms of, you know, so much comes up, especially in the postpartum period about um, body esteem and body image and um, sort of just existing in these new bodies and how hard that is for people. And I'm just thinking about how amazingly important it could be to cultivate that experience with someone um, that you can trust and, you know, sort of like getting your feet wet really slowly and sort of even in terms of bearing your body. <clears throat> yeah. No matter how covered you are, it's just that that experience of feeling safe enough. And you could always just... Um if you're not even sure whether yeah. you like being touched, right? Uh, you can certainly just book a 30 minute and just try it out yeah. and see. Yeah. See if it's something that you can relax into and mm -hmm. eventually come to like. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. uh, that, you know, again, the first step is, you know, getting to the point where you're making the appointment mm -hmm. <laughs> and, then, and then coming. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, if you really like it, great. Mm -hmm. You've found the right person. Right, right. Or even maybe giving some guidance like, I just want my feet massaged. I just want a head massage. I yeah. just want my arm, you know, like 
in terms of getting exactly your so that's another thing um where when you look to book a massage you may notice you know some places offer specific massages Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. um swedish it'll not even swedish okay um some places have gotten to the point where They'll just say foot massage. Oh, right, right, right. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Or they'll say uh, back and neck. Yes, yep. Or mm-hmm. something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But any place that offers a massage and it's based off of time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's your time. Mm. So definitely feel free to come in. And again, before you get on the table, it's always good to just have that talk and say why you're there. And you could certainly say, is it okay if you don't massage my legs? Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, I'm okay if mm-hmm. you just work from the waist up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's fine. We've had people come in, book an hour, and just ask to have the back done. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. your time, mm-hmm. so you can make those requests. It's mm-hmm. not like you have to book a separate massage right? just to have that done. Right. Just to have what you are paying to have done <laughs> the time that you bought basically exactly yeah how were have you been personally helped by massage in your postpartum time you can get personal so you know now that i've been a massage therapist for you know roughly nine years i've definitely learned a lot that's crazy i remember when you're in school I, oh my I god i know i was in <laughs> school crazy. with my first pregnancy yeah And, um, you know, I will say, you know, I had good experiences with massage. I've never had a bad experience with the massage. Um, you know, the only thing I would say is I wish I had been able to find somebody that was similar to me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I only say that because I, I wanted to know what was going on. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just never got that. Mm -hmm. And I still struggle finding someone that can even help me. You know, with all my knowledge, it's still hard. You can't put hands on yourself. I can't put hands on myself. I, you know, I can certainly (laughs) (laughs) self-diagnose. But I'm still limited. Yeah. And I even now still struggle with finding the right person that listens to what I'm saying and are able to kind of connect that way. Yeah. Um, so typically, you know, I'll get a massage and I'll get part of what I was looking for accomplished, mm-hmm. which again is fine. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's something. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you know, again, I will say, I, I wish that I had a little more feedback originally when mm-hmm. I was getting massages mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because you know one thing that I did go through was you know I had my first pregnancy mm-hmm. and it was fine and I got um, pregnant about six months after my first mm-hmm. and went through that pregnancy mm-hmm. but it just ended up leading to um, postpartum after having her uh-huh. And also led to my back going out on me mm. within a month have of delivering her. Oh. And I just was in this circle of trying to figure out 
well, what's going on? Yeah. Because again, you know, once you're pregnant and you go through that process, your body changes, you know, it's changing. Yeah. But you can't make that connection mentally with where your body is lining up. Yeah. So that was, I guess, the main thing that I wish I had Mm. because I was getting massages Mm -hmm. um, and and I was actually seeing a chiropractor at at that point once it went out Mm. because I couldn't actually stand straight up. Oh, my my. uh, I was locked. I was definitely locked on the right side where the muscle was just over tight and I was rotated at that point. Mm. And um, I just feel if I had gone to someone who kind of said, oh, you know, did you notice that Mm -hmm. your right hip is high Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. forward? Mm -hmm. Um, Let's work toward, you know, correcting Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Um, That would have been great. Yeah. And I didn't have that. And when I got pregnant again, it was just something that once I delivered her, it just, yeah, well, that down. was it. That yeah. was the, that was the straw. <laughs> that was the straw. <laughs> that was the straw. Because, you know, I had sciatica. And again, all that stuff's pretty normal when you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. Because obviously, you know, you're gaining weight, mm-hmm. you're side sleeping. Mm-hmm. So you know that things are shifting in mm-hmm. our. Mm-hmm. You feel it. Yeah. You know that things are happening. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is you don't realize at what degree is going to lead to an issue. Right. And then how to get out of that. Right. Because that habit has already been put in place. Sure. And it's just going to keep continuing. Yeah. So that would be the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. Um, That would have, I believe, would have saved me Mm. from getting to the point where now I have to address this right, because I right. can't stand because I can't up. stand up and straight. I you know I have a newborn and I've got an infant that I'm trying to yeah. take care of oh my God. and it was just it was a lot so yeah. that would be the one thing yeah for sure so I you might be sort of segueing us that it might be exactly the same answer but um you in and even thinking like you kind of had one what 15 month postpartum year 18 month postpartum year how old was your first when the second was born she nine months um she so my kids are about 18 months apart okay so yeah it it was it was uh let's just say i didn't have my body back (laughs) (laughs) or you know about i would say two years yeah you know of just single single passenger vehicle you know (laughs) where you were in that cycle of you know pregnancy and post and pregnancy and post yeah and uh nursing nursing working yeah you know all the all the fun stuff (laughs) and uh (laughs) holding on by a thread (laughs) yeah yeah of course so I mean you know often when I ask moms this I'll say like I'll say in your postpartum, you know, I know that you have two kids, so you had two postpartum years. You had a postpartum year, two years long. It was, yeah, there was no, like, break. It no. Was, yeah. And I was fine with that. That yeah. was something that... Um, intentional. I was, yes, it mm-hmm. was intentional. Um, but it's, you know, it's always intentional when you don't realize what you're Even when it's into. intentional, <laughs> it's like, you know, like, oh my God, this is a beast. I had, you can't know. There's no, no way to know. There's no way to know. No. Of course not. And, um, you know, there's just so many factors that, so many. you know, go into it. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. just important. Like I would say to make sure you make time 
for yourself. Like you've got to just figure that out as early as possible. Yeah. And you know that if you can do that, mm-hmm. it'll help with everything mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I and it sounds like you your postpartum self would actually have listened to that. Yeah, I mean, I you know, <clears throat> I I feel like I have a better understanding of you know how I feel and realizing when I'm not feeling the way that I'm usually feeling that that's a red flag mm-hmm. like I so I was listening to that mm-hmm. so um when I had my second I definitely didn't feel the same way mm. as when I had my first and so that was my red flag so I was just kind of paying attention to that and um physically emotionally physic- mainly emotionally because my my back didn't go out on me right away <laughs> it was about a month after having her yeah. so you know how you you would go for like the six week sure. checkup yeah so you know kind of within that time frame but you know I had to keep saying to myself well you know it's you know my husband had had also just lost his job oh, so we God. were in transition and, you know, I had the, the, my first child who was still obviously in need of me. So small. Yeah. And, um, and then my newborn and I just, it was one of those things where I just felt I wasn't connected mm-hmm. right away mm-hmm. with my second. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know why. Right. Right. <laughs> why right. is that right. not, this does not happen? Feel the same. Yeah. This doesn't yeah. feel the same. So, um, you know, I definitely was right on it and I need to go see a therapist yeah. and just because I don't know why, yeah, but I yeah. should probably figure this yeah. out. <laughs> Let's not let this so, go exactly. any further. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, you know, obviously the first response from your husband is typically, is it me? <laughs> like, it's not it's so you know it's like well no it's not you it's yeah. it's I I don't know I'm just not feeling just, like joy yeah yeah I'm not I don't know why yeah and I just need to figure this out yeah um and so it was extremely helpful so yeah I went and saw a therapist for probably six months okay yeah okay and it, it was very helpful just a I just knew I needed somebody to just say whatever yeah was on my mind yeah yeah and not I wasn't looking to be explained to or fixed I just needed to talk it out yeah. and let it process yeah. and that was good yeah even to have a place to say like I don't feel about the second the way I felt about the first is that okay am I right. okay is this serious <clears throat> I think sometimes people just need to have the safety of I mean I don't want to yeah. put words on your experience but I think um, that can, I, I know that for me, that was a, and mine are not <laughs> close yeah. together. Um, but being a therapist, knowing these things and et cetera, um, that was really hard for me. And I feel like I reacted to that a lot, my postpartum year and created more havoc by trying to make it that way. So just, okay, if I just do all the things to that treat I, yeah. him exactly the same <laughs> as I did for her when that was actually causing most of the problems, like, because it was too much that yeah. I, d- I couldn't do all those things anymore. <clears throat> and yeah, I mean, sort of, I think that's why I think postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety so much. And, and as I research more, 
for this, I find out that there is actually not nearly enough research in terms of the intersection of hormones versus life circumstance. You know, it's just like so many things at once. And how do you, how wouldn't you feel that way? You know? Right. Exactly. It doesn't, it, the, <laughs> for someone to just sail through doesn't actually even make sense if you think about it. Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely doesn't. And, you know, a lot of people, I think that say, oh yeah, it's great. I'm like, there's, Come on. there's something. Look me in the eyes. There's, yeah. there's yeah. at least one thing. Uh, for sure. And that's okay. Yeah. Like that's, it's <clears throat> not supposed to be. <laughs> no. <laughs> because no. then at that point, how are you going to, you know, adapt and, and move on to right. something else? Right. You know, you might find that maybe that sort of reaction doesn't even show up until the kid's like going off to preschool. Sure. Because yeah. Because it's another transition. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's going to change how everything has been going. Sure. Um, yeah, so yeah. I, I feel like you're going to have a postpartum at some at point. At some point <laughs> when they go to college. Exactly. Yeah, yeah you, it's coming. You, it, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't have to be right after no. you give birth. For no sure. one, no so. one gets off scot-free. No. Nope. <laughs> so yeah, I just feel it's as long as you're open to change and just, just going with the flow mm-hmm. and just, absorbing and taking it all in and and just rolling with it Mm. you're gonna be okay it's like with the massage like Mm -hmm. I don't go in thinking I'm you know I already know why that person's here Mm -hmm. I have to walk into a room prepared to listen right and then just react Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just react Mm -hmm. like I don't go in with a game plan Mm -hmm. I just go in I listen and I'll react Mm -hmm. so it's kind of you try to translate into your everyday life you just okay well today it's this and right okay right. and we'll do this right right and then move forward emphasis <laughs> emphasis on the therapist of massage therapist for sure <laughs> yeah acceptance you can accept it or you or you don't but right. either way this is how it's, it's going. happening yeah. yep. resistance creates struggle where can listeners find you um, I actually have a website, joyrober.com. R-O-B-E-R. R-O-B-E-R, <coughs> as in boy. And I also have a Facebook page, Joy Wellness for Life. And then I have a Twitter account, Joy Wellness 2. Oh, Joy I'm Wellness, number two. Number two. Got it. Now, I'm not as active on Twitter. <laughs> no, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm. I keep... Facebook fairly up to date. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think with social media, especially for, especially for moms, I'm just going to be totally biased there. We got to pick a lane. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's too exactly. much. What, what social media am yeah. I going to be yes. a little more active in? Yep. Um, and, you know, my personal space is actually at 40 Union Street in Holbrook. Okay. In Massachusetts. In Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Yep. Joy Wellness for Life. And I'm teamed up with actually another Joy. <laughs> so crazy. Who is Joy of Yoga. Joy of Yoga. And we're in the same building. In a, so. a really beautiful space. Yeah. I love your space. Yeah. It's so cool. <clears throat> well, thank you, Joy. You're welcome. This has thank been you for having me. Awesome. Did we miss anything? Uh, I don't think so. But you know what? If we did, you gotta we'll, come back. we'll do it again. Yes. <laughs> Maybe there will be fewer diggers. In the back. There'll be fewer backup sounds. <laughs> So that's it, moms. That's the last bite for today. But in case you're hungry for more, 
head on over to the Mama Bites website. That's M-O-M-M-A, Mama Bites website, and stream more of our podcasts. Or find them anywhere that you find your podcasts. iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play. And don't forget to stop by Instagram. And definitely come on by our Facebook group, The Mama Bites Lunch Table. We'd love to have you there. And until we meet again next time, remember, motherhood is a long journey. Don't forget to pack some snacks.